Hi, I'm Shelley Cameron, CEO of the City of Philadelphia's Division of Aviation, and you're listening to my podcast, Taking Off with Shelley Cameron, where I take you behind the scenes of the Philadelphia International Airport and the Northeast Philadelphia Airport. Taking Off is a rare glimpse inside one of the busiest airports in the United States. PHL and PNE are exceptional airports, thanks in large part to our exceptional employees. Today's episode is part of our Exceptional Employees series, where we feature Division of Aviation employees who have been recognized by their peers for their leadership, performance, customer service focus, and innovative approach to their work. These four awards are given annually, and today I will introduce you to one of our 2018 award winners. With me is Larnell Woods, who is a Custodial Supervisor 2 at PHL. Larnell was recognized in 2018 for demonstrating excellent leadership by investing his time and energy in his team's performance. He cares about his team's safety and actively strives to ensure a safe working environment. Larnell, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, I'm so glad you're here because I think you have an important story for our listeners to hear. Let's start with a little bit about you. I understand that you are celebrating an anniversary at the airport this year. How long have you been with us? I started at the airport in June 2001. Wow. So you've been here almost 18 years then? Yes, almost 18 years. Wow. Can you remember your first memory of working at the airport? What do you remember about those early days? My first vision of the airport is the terminals, how long they was, (laughs) and the chores that we had to do. Yeah, it's amazing when you get behind security, and you know most people go through security and they just want to get to their gate and they don't see the whole airport. But you see a really different side of things. Yes, the uh, concourse and the areas what we call the hammerheads, all the areas that we have to cover that we have to make sure is presentable for passengers in the morning or early throughout the day. Describe to our listeners what you mean when you say hammerhead. That is the area at the end of the concourse. For example, if you're traveling on Terminal C secure side mm-hmm. from gate C20 on down to C30, as you get down to the end of the concourse, you have a T-section almost. Mm-hmm. And in custodian, we call that T-section that go hard, the arms out the way, we call that the hammerhead. I heard it was because sometimes if you looked at an aerial view of the terminals, it almost looked like it was a hammer. Yes. Yeah, that's that's a little bit, for the aviation geeks in the audience, that's a new term for you, is the hammerhead of the the terminals. Yeah, Yeah, well, that's what we learned throughout when I first was employed here, was there before the May, and it's still here now. We still call it the same thing today. Yes. Where were you before you joined the Division of Aviation? I was a barber for over 25 years. I cut hair. No kidding. I owned a shop called Carmen's Grooming Salon. Took a McDonald's building and turned it into a beauty salon shop and a barbershop. And you owned that establishment? Yes. I had it for close to five years. Wow. Wow. So you're a business owner who then decided to come and work your skills at the airport? Yes. And how did the work compare? Uh, It's a lot different. As an owner, you're responsible for all financial responsibilities, stuff like that. As an employee, you have other people that's plotting out your leave time and your paychecks and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so you don't have to worry about you doing it for employees. You have the administration doing that for you. Yeah, but I love that you actually bring a business sense to what you do in the custodial unit. 
That's yes. that's not something that everybody brings. Well, to the in the table. barber industry, especially, you had to make sure that the shop was well cleaned, presented uh, in the morning, opening up for passages. Everything mm-hmm. was thoroughly cleaned and safe. The parking lot, stuff like that. Same here. Had to make sure what we I call my shop here at the airport, the <laughs> concourses, the bathrooms, all the facility areas that we clean and we support, make sure they're presentable for passengers and stakeholders. Our passenger counts in 2018 were serving something like 87,000 people a day. That's yes, pretty that's amazing. A that's a lot. It, yeah. it, well, it keeps us busy. <laughs> that's an understatement. Yes. But you've really worked your way up in these 18 years, right? Yes, I was a custodial worker one for the time period that you got your probation period, then maybe a year or so, worked as a custodial worker one. Then I went from custodial worker one to become a lead worker, worked several months as a lead worker, then from a lead worker, became a crew chief, then from a crew chief supervisor one, now I'm a supervisor two. So I worked my way through every title that was in the custodial department. Yeah, not everybody does that, though. I mean, you've really shown a lot of initiative and leadership over the years. Uh, Yes, yes. And, you know, I like working at the airport. It's a good place to work at. How many departments do you service? I mean, how many different companies, departments, areas does the custodial team service in a day? We serve mostly all the DOA departments in the airports. So all of all of our employees, right? The city employees. We service all the areas. If it's not just giving paper towels or soap, it's also cleaning, doing the floors, doing the uh, restrooms and stuff like that. And then what do you do for the passengers? In the passengers, we make sure the main corridors are nice and clean. We make sure the bathrooms are nice and clean and safe to travel. How many bathrooms do we have in the airport? We have over 197 that custodial do and some. That's not including some of the areas like at the maintenance shops or some of these other areas at the warehouse, so stuff like that. So sets of bathrooms. That's not just stalls and bathrooms. Those that's are the, sets of bathrooms. No, those are not stalls. Those are the sets of bathrooms, about yeah, 197. That's, that's a lot. Yes. yes, it is. So how large are the teams that actually try to maintain those facilities? Well, we try to maintain sufficient teams, but we're always looking for more employees. So in that process, HR is handling that, getting us more people to help handle the workload. Actually, that's a really good point for any of our listeners who know of folks who are looking for a good job with pretty good pay and benefits. And what I would say more than anything is the opportunity to really serve our region and passengers who travel through here. You really need to take a look at at coming to work for us, right? Uh, Yes. Not only at the airport, for example, my my title is not just at the airport. As a city of Philadelphia employee, that travels across the city. So if you come in here under the custodial worker one, you're not just a custodial worker one at the airport. You are a city employee, so that will be any other place that the city employs custodial worker one. And we're always looking for good people, right? Yes, yes, we are. So how many folks do you have on a shift to handle those 170 bathroom sets? On the 6 to 2 shift, that's the 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. shift that I work on, that's including supervisor, we have 70 people. That's on, on our shift. On the uh, 2 to 10, 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. shift, they have about 68 people. And on the 10 to 6 shift, they have close to about 100, 110 people. That's including manage, I mean, supervisors, custodial crew chiefs, and the CW1 and CW2s. And why so many on that shift? Well, on that shift, the 10 to 6, that's the 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. shift, 
That's the ship that do the more detailed cleaning of the airport. At one time, the airport used to close at 5 o'clock. Now it's basically open all night, so they really had to get the, their job done much faster. They do all the detailed cleaning in the bathrooms. If the floors have to be stripped and waxed, we strip and wax the floors wherever we have to uh, go, directed to do. So it's more detailed. And, you know, I don't know that our listeners realize that, that your teams are out there in the airport 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Yes, that's why we have the three different shifts. So we make sure that we have the, the different shifts to take care of the maintenance of the restrooms. Now, in the 6 to 2 shift and the 2 to 10 shift, we are the shift that maintains after the 10 to 6 shift does the major cleaning. So we help maintain the bathrooms, make sure it's stocked, make sure anything like spills are cleaned up, stuff like that. I also know that the work that you and your teams do is really hard. It's physical. You're not just in there cleaning, but you're interacting with passengers. Yes. How do you keep your teams motivated? Well, we give them a pleasant place to work in, and we share, you know I mean, their thoughts, and we recognize their achievements. It's tough work, and I often call the custodial teams the invisible angels because they're the ones that are out there. I mean, I, I tell passengers, I tell business leaders, when you come to the airport, you may not see other members of our team, but I guarantee you that you pass at least one or two of our custodians. And you may not always notice what they're doing, but they're taking care of this place and making sure that it's safe and clean and giving you a good experience for your travel. And yes, also a lot of times when uh, passengers see us on the floor working, they stop us a lot and ask for directions. That's one of the biggest questions we get a lot. When passengers are looking for areas to go, they will stop a custodial worker, and uh, we try to provide them with the directions where they go. And like, we also go out our way sometimes. We help carry the luggage to oh, some yeah. of the areas that they go to. Yes, I have some amazing employees. They will help passengers up the best they can. I had a write-up just last year about an employee, custodian. Someone was desperate. Her phone had died on her trip, and she had a flat tire, and she got her way back to the terminal, but she needed to call someone. Our custodian gave her her phone, helped her get help to get to her car, all that sort of thing. And this passenger wrote back so grateful for what that employee did. Uh, yes, I have uh, many of my co-workers done that before. They still do do that. They help out yeah. passengers in many ways that we can. Are there any stories, like, what, you know, like the hardest thing you've ever done or you've seen? or? Well, the, one of the biggest things that we is rush to do this, rush to do that, is when we get to the work orders, like when a new shop open up or we have a VIP and we short staff, we have to go and strip and wax the floors and stuff like that. We have amazing team members. And we're very short staffed, so they get in there, they get in there, wax those floors, make those floors look great for the short notice we get. Sometimes we get the notice in a timely manner, but it's just getting the people organized and them getting to do that. Yeah, and I don't know that you can really point to any one thing. It's kind of a constant day-to-day thing that you actually get the job done. And then when you layer on top of that special events or, or things like that, it makes it hard. Yes, and then we have areas, for, you know, for unforeseen areas, like when it rains, we have the floods and stuff like that. So we have to pull what manpower we have to handle the floods, the leaks. Or, Although we've been fixing yes, roofs, so yes. not as many, right? Yeah, not as many. <laughs> they 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 pretty much knocking them out. But yeah. uh, when they come, we have to make sure we hit that areas, make sure it's safe. 
for passengers to travel through. So that's our main priority, to make sure it's safe. So, Larnell, one thing I wanted to ask you about is what role does the custodial team play during a snowstorm? We take care of all of the departure roads and the train station platform areas. So all of the area when the passengers come to the departure side before they come in the airport, we have to make sure at least three feet from the curb side is shoveled off so when they step out the car, they won't have to worry about stepping all on the show in the snow. Also, when the uh, guys come with the pickup trucks with the snow plows on them or the other trucks with snow plows on them, when they shovel it, that three feet helps them out so it won't push it back up on the curve side. But we take care of all the crosswalks, the curve sides on departures road and the train station platform. So I was chuckling to myself when you said that because I was thinking about how at home mm. when you shovel out your driveway or your sidewalk and then that darn snow plow comes through and plows everything right back in. Yes, that's the purpose of the three feet rule. That's right. So when it uh, shovels it in, it has at least a feet or two to push it out to the street. So that way when they come down with the plow, it doesn't go back up on the curb side. I asked you that about snow removal because I don't think people think about who does that work when there's an extraordinary event like snow, who takes care of that stuff? And your resources are diverted from really their normal job. So again, this is something else that gets layered on top. Yes, yes. And you have to help take care of the airport during snow. But I must say this. I have to put this in. I know when it snows at the airport, mostly all of the DOA departments do a fantastic job. That's one of the periods that we really get together and we make sure we get the job done. You know, what I like to think of it as is it's not often that you can say you have a common enemy, mm-hmm. and, and the enemy is the snow. Yes. And everybody, it really is a way for everybody to come together, isn't it? Yes, it is, because uh, a lot of times PNG and Tony does a fantastic job with PNG. I have to tell you that. Yes, he does. He reaches out to the different departments. I know he takes several people from our departments, take them over there, train them to drive those big trucks. They own the trucks. They help out. Uh, clearing the field, the roads, and stuff like that. We have our people, we do the curb side, build a maintenance, get their guys in the trucks. So it's a all-together effort for the DOA departments. And for our listeners, you might want to go and take a listen to one of our previous podcasts where we interviewed Tony Alphonse and talked to him and Wally Dubois about what they do during snow removal. And what Larnell is telling you is, is really just a whole nother aspect of the snow removal operation. Yes. Thank you. And I have to give a shout-out to the warehouse because they are also, well, it's not the warehouse no more. It's the CSS, Central uh, Supply Services. (laughs) That's right. Yes, they do a good job. They rebranded themselves, right? Yes, they rebranded themselves. (laughs) They give us uh, good help when we need the salt, the ice melt. They come and deliver it to our snow closet. Yeah, so so it really is a team effort. Yes, it is. So I have to include the uh, CSS, Central (laughs) Supply Services. Well, thank you so much for what you do. You are an inspiration to me and to a lot of our other employees. Again, the work that you do is really hard, but it's absolutely vital for giving everyone a really good experience at the airport. So thank you. And thank you. We appreciate you. So that's all the time we have today. Larnell, again, thank you so much for joining me and for all that you have done and continue to do for PHL. We are all very, very grateful. To learn more about Philadelphia International Airport and our exceptional employees, please visit phl.org. I'm Shelley Cameron. Thank you for listening.